Hello and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, Aparna Krishnan. Every week, we at Partners for Access bring to you some of the most important news developments in the orphan drug cell and gene therapy world and what they mean to you. This week, we look at the successful reimbursement of Biogen Spinraza in the UK and Solid Biosciences clinical update on its Duchenne muscular dystrophy product. But first, the UK's National Health Service reached a deal with Biogen to fund its spinal muscular atrophy drug Spinraza. Max Rex is here to tell us more. NHS England and Biogen have struck a deal that will give patients in England access to the spinal muscular atrophy, or SMA, treatment, Spinraza. This comes after Spinraza was initially rejected by the British HDA body, NICE, due to concerns about its long-term efficacy and very high price. Spinraza's standard list price is $750,000 for the first year of treatment, followed by $375,000 for each subsequent year. And even with the reduced British price tag of £450,000, or around $580,000, NICE did not consider it cost-effective. Spinraza has been available in most other major European countries for months, including Germany, France, Italy and Spain. The Scottish Medicines Consortium even approved the use of Spinraza though they restricted the patient population to those who benefit the most, i.e. patients with SMA type 1, the most severe type. The deal agreed between NHS England and Biogen is what is called a managed access agreement, which means that the drug will be reimbursed for a limited amount of time whilst additional real-world data is gathered to support the drug's efficacy. It also includes a further discount on the initial offered price, but that is strictly confidential between the two parties. The big winners from this news are patients in England who have had to wait months longer than was expected to get access to a potentially life-changing treatment. SMA is the most common genetic cause of infant mortality, affecting roughly one in every 10,000 live births. The majority, around 60% of cases, are of the more severe form, SMA type 1, and patients with this condition are not expected to live past their second birthday. There are currently between 600 and 1,200 patients living with SMA in the UK. Biogen will be very happy that they have finally been able to get their foot in the door in England, as we are getting closer and closer to the entry of Novartis's Zolgensma into the European and US markets. This gene therapy is offering the potential for a lifelong cure for some SMA patients, but will carry a much higher upfront cost than Spinraza. The cost is expected to be in the range of $1-$2 to $2 million per patient, but it is hoped that over the long run it will result in cost savings for their healthcare systems. Biogen getting patients on Spinraza now will be able to build a market share that they can hope to protect with the entry of this huge competitor. Finally, NHS England boss Simon Stevens' statement about this deal has been interpreted by some as a not-so-veiled attack on Vertex Pharmaceuticals, the company currently locked in a fierce argument with NHS England over its range of cystic fibrosis medicines. He said, This latest deal, coming on the heels of a number of other recent successful negotiations, demonstrates that there is no reason for other companies not to show equivalent flexibility in order to benefit NHS patients, taxpayers, and indeed themselves.
Vertex rejected NHS England's offer of £500 million over the next five years for its range of cystic fibrosis drugs, and have since called on NICE to completely revamp their drug assessment process. Despite intense pressure from patient groups, government figures and others, there still seems to be no end in sight to this disagreement. Now on to solid biosciences. The US-based drug maker provided updates this week on its lead microdystrophin gene therapy candidate SGT001. It said that in a dose escalation phase 1-2 IGNITE DMD study involving two patients, one experienced transient elevation of transaminases, an increase in bilirubin that was higher than two times the upper limit of normal. The company reported the event to the FDA as a serious adverse event related to SGT001. Despite resolving the issues, Solid Biosciences shares fell on Tuesday at one point experiencing a 29% drop in share price. Researchers will also note that SGT001 was in clinical hold previously due to a patient experiencing a drop in platelet count. While drop in platelet levels were experienced in the latest event as well, these were reported to have returned to normal levels on its own. The latest results for SGT001 represent a difficult period for SOLID, especially at a time when the timing of a new drug in the Duchenne muscular dystrophy market will be crucial. Because of these results, it's likely SOLID's gene therapy will fall behind Sarepta Therapeutics' microdystrophin gene therapy, which has already shown improvements in biomarkers and functional tests. Also chasing is Pfizer's mini-dystrophin project that is currently in Phase 1. At the very least, the serious adverse events of SGT001, which also included a non-study drug-related gastrointestinal infection, is likely to trigger a more in-depth evaluation and potentially change in protocol. SOLID continues to enroll patients in Ignite DMD as per the study protocol and anticipates providing additional data later this year. And that's it for this week. For more news and analysis, go to our website www.partnersforaccess.com. Subscribe to our podcast from iTunes and do share your thoughts in the comments section. Thank you for listening. See you next week.